This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The Pittsburgh Steelers are set to face a Los Angeles Rams team that obviously has a good offense and a head coach that is offense oriented and one of probably the best young minds in the NFL. I think certainly one of the best young minds in the NFL, but there is one piece to this offense that is missing. And while the Pittsburgh Steelers should most certainly be able to take advantage of it. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. Let's talk about the L.A. Rams offense and how the Pittsburgh Steelers can take advantage of a poor situation for L.A. After Karen Williams and Ronnie Rivers both went down for the Rams last week, they are left with, well, nobody. Without even mentioning names, let me read off to you the stat lines of the L.A. Rams running back situation or their running back room heading into week seven against the Steelers. One, this is running back one, we'll call him. Zero touches, zero yards, zero receptions. Running back two, zero touches, zero yards, zero receptions. Running back three. Four touches, 10 yards, zero receptions, one game played, sixth round rookie, probably going to start for the LA Rams. Right now, their running back room features Zach Evans, who Sean McVay would not commit to as a starter and said that it is very much so open for him or anyone else to start this week against the Steelers. The other options are Royce Freeman and Miles Gaskin, who they just added this week. And it's not looking good. If you aren't committed to a running back at this point, that means the chances are you're going to go by committee and your committee has almost zero, just about zero experience this season. However, this is bad news for the Rams, good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you're thinking, obviously, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're facing backup running backs. The starter's probably going to be a sixth round rookie. That's as good as it gets. This is this is not news. This is nothing alarming. Why are you telling us this? It's because of this. The Pittsburgh Steelers have struggled against the run all season. They've allowed one team to rush for less than 100 yards in their five games of competition. And I get it. You've gone against Christian McCaffrey's and Josh Jacobs, who is the only running back that you've kept under 100 yards in the Cleveland Browns. But to go against Miles Gaskin, Royce Freeman, And Zach Evans, you're looking at a situation to almost totally turn this thing around. How do you game plan against it? I asked Terrell Austin about that today. I don't know what the running back situation will look like. Do you just kind of look at them all as nameless gray faces and just deal with the scheme, or or how do you approach? Yeah, I think you you know uh, we're not going to have a lot of uh, of tape on on some of these guys, maybe. So 
And what we'll do is look at the runs they like, the schemes they like to do, uh, and then kind of figure it out as the game goes on. You'll get a feel for the backs and what kind of backs they are. If they, you know, if they like to bounce it, if they like to cut it back, whatever it may be. Uh, but we'll have to get that feel as the game goes on. Beating the Rams is very important for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and shutting down their run game is a must. And one that when you go up against a guy like Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua and all their weapons, you have to be able to eliminate the ground game. You have to. If you have to face two dynamic forces of an offense, chances are you're going to lose that ball game. The Pittsburgh Steelers know that. They understand that. They're key to shutting down the L.A. Rams and really every other team, if you ask them, is to first and foremost stop the run and make them one-dimensional. But more so for the Steelers in this instance, it's an opportunity to turn things around. It's an opportunity to light a spark and to say, hey, last year when we came back from the bye week, we found our offensive identity and we were able to run the football well and go on a winning streak and kind of turn everything around for this entire team. This year, I think it's an opportunity to come back from the bye week and say, hey, look, we could stop the run. We could hold guys to under 100 yards and you have to imagine they're going to face some big names. Travis Etienne had a big night last night. Jonathan Taylor is just getting started. You're still going to play the Browns. You're still going to play the Ravens again. You're going to play Joe Mixon twice in the second half of the season. There are big running back names who are going to put up numbers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if they could stop them, I mean, the advantage that that gives you as a football team as a whole or just in general is pretty significant. And for the Pittsburgh Steelers, much like they did last year on offense, I think that this is the grounds that you need to do it on defense. To give Quan Alexander and Cole Holcomb and Keanu Benton and Larry Ogunjobi the confidence and the showing that, yeah, we could shut down the run. We're very good at this. We're very capable of doing this. Our tackling can improve. I'm not saying that Zach Evans, Royce Freeman, and Miles Gaskin hold any ground or competition level to guys that they will face the rest of the year. So obviously it's going to get more and more of a challenge as the second half of the season goes on. What I'm saying is up until this point, there's been one game where you could pick up on that confidence, and that was Las Vegas. And after Las Vegas, well, you went to Houston and things got miserable, and we all know what happened there. This is another opportunity to have another game like Vegas and try to build off of that. And it's not for certain. It's not a guarantee, but it's a good launching pad. It's it's good groundwork. It's where the Pittsburgh Steelers want to be. It's a massive question mark for the L.A. Rams and one that should give the Pittsburgh Steelers an advantage as a whole just to not have a running game in general. I mean, if the Pittsburgh Steelers were out here and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren weren't doing a thing or they were gone and Anthony McFarlane was the starter, Things are going to get difficult really, really fast. Matthew Stafford's not going to have any help on the ground this week. It's a good place to be for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And overall, something that I expect them to be able to kind of build and carry some momentum. Significant. And even if it's a very, very small piece to this week and a very, very small headline to this week, it's one that could turn into something big as the momentum rolls and... It starts right now in L.A.